0: time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. We're talking with Glenn Mosseller once again on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn, who is the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, you ready to talk about some common retirement and financial myths?
1: Yeah, Walter, let's jump in here and let's take this thing on.
0: This is by no means a comprehensive list of myths that are out there, right, Glenn? I mean, we could fill an entire book if we wanted to. Oh, yeah. Of all the different myths. But we've got a couple that we've pegged to cover today. And some of these things actually sound good on the surface. It's just as you start to unpack them, you see the wisdom behind why they are probably better classified as myths or at least highly questionable. Items. Let's say, Glenn, that we hear from an advisor or broker or somebody like that, someone in the financial world that says, you know what, we've got experts who can accurately predict market movement. It's a claim that has certainly been made before. Why should we be wary of that? And why is that a myth in the financial world?
1: well, Walter, you know, I mean, it's, you know, you you hear different ones, you know, say things like that. And what typically what happens is they point to a particular, you know, market call that, that, um, that a particular person made who who might be on their staff or, or, you know, or, you know, somebody in, in that company. And the challenge is, is that, when folks are in the in the business of making you know calls on what the market's going to do or, or or exactly when it's going to happen, you know they sometimes they'll get things right, but they also make uh, you know calls that are that are inaccurate, you know, and and unfortunately, you know, oftentimes they're not uh, they don't put the light on, you know, on both of those instances. And so you just have to be aware that, you know, markets have trends and, you know, and markets have some degree of predictability, but they're not entirely predictable, right? I mean, we, you know, you know, what we know is, is that, you know, that the economy moves in cycles and there's going to be different, you know, news items that might move things, you know, temporarily, for you know, here or there. But I mean, you know, certain things are going to, you know, are going to take hold and, you know, and create trends or, or, or change trends and that kind of thing. And, and oftentimes, I mean, if you look through history, you know, it's, you know, m- markets can uh, can change directions, you know, pretty quickly, you know, at times. And, you know, particularly when they're at extremes and, you know, folks are oftentimes predicting that to happen. You know, they, they might be early. They might be a little late. You know, there, There's there's any number of things. But you really got to be careful when you when, when folks are saying, well, you know, hey, they can really predict exactly what's going to happen and when. If you hear that kind of thing, it's, it's one of those things where you might, might want to, you know, think about, okay, well, maybe it's time for me to go and, you know, just, you know, walk because it's not really the case. I mean, there's not really anybody out there that has been consistent, consistent, you know, time after time after time. They might have made some proper calls, but they also, you know, are going to have some where they missed. And and so, you know, you really, particularly when we're talking with flyers, you know, with people who are really in there making their financial decisions based upon their retirement, you know, you got to be careful with those, you know, predictions and you know, and, and you know, and, and that type of thing. It's really about you know creating a plan and making sure that it, it's going to work and it's you're going to last and you're going to be okay no matter what happens. And you know, instead of trying to hang your hat on you know somebody who's saying you know that their company can accurately predict everything that's going to happen. Yeah, that should be an easy one
0: to debunk. And you did so, Glenn. So, yeah, we have experts who can accurately predict market movement. Beware of statements like that. Definitely myths in the financial world. Another one, Glenn, as somebody says to you, you know, just look at past investment returns. You can see that there's a system in place. It works in all markets. I mean, just look at our track record of the last 10 years, Glenn. We look really good. But that doesn't always hold true, right?
1: Well, you know, I mean, again, I mean, the past does not necessarily equal the future, right? I mean, there's always those disclaimers that you know that past performance, you know, does not equal you know future results. And and the thing is, is that you know, oftentimes, you know, the the manager who was the big winner last year, you know, you know, when you look at the at the results at the end of this year, you know, oftentimes they're they're not in the they're not in the same category, right? And it's it's part of the thing we were just talking about, you know, just a little bit ago and so you just have to realize that you know I mean there there is there is some degree of you know you do want to look at you know how things performed you know in the, in the past but you also want to look at well what is the economy going to look like and what are going to be the trends that are going to be going on and you know does the philosophy or does the the, the strategies that that particular manager or you know that they were employing you know during you know when those in the past when things were doing well well maybe the, the whole environment is going to be different and if they utilize those strategies, those strategies might not work as you go forward when things start to change. So you, you know, you've got to be somewhat forward-looking as well as you know, you you look at how things have done in the past. But you have to find the you know the right balance there and, and realize again, take things with a grain of salt and realize that there's nobody that is going to be able to you know to predict and you know and, and be and be you know accurate all the time. And and so you want to really think about it. It's like how, how how are you going to position your money? Are you going to be you know hanging it on hopes that you know that somebody's going to accurately predict or that somebody has, you know, a fail-safe system, you know, or are you going to, you you know, think in terms of, you know, diversification and the types of diversification that you might look at in retirement, not just, you know, what kind of things that you're going to pick in terms of, in, you know, in investments or financial products. But, you know, I mean, what's your time horizon? You know, you, you might have uh, some monies that are positioned that, you know, you you know, you're going to need to be taking them out over the next 10 years. And that's going to be positioned differently than, you know, than, than something that's that you're not going to touch for 10 or more years. You know, that's a that's a different type of diversification that you may not have experienced when you were in your accumulation years. You know, similarly, you know, we want to think in terms of tax diversification. And, and you know, it's, you know, how are you going to to get the money out, you know. And do you have your money positioned, you know, properly so that you're going to be, you know, have efficiencies there, and you know, and so you really begin to think in terms of, you know, is it all about rate of return, or is it more about how much money is is in you is going to, you know, be there for you when you need it? And again, when you're in retirement and retirement planning, you know, I think it you know tends to be the latter, and we want to make sure that that you know that whatever strategies you have in place are going to are going to be sound, and that you're going to you're going to be able to have the retirement years that you want to have.
0: We're talking about myths in the retirement and financial worlds. A couple of good ones so far. How about this one, Glenn? This one I think is believed by many because it's kind of been perpetuated throughout retirement planning for so long and and people have been told this for so many years. Something along the lines of your tax rate is going to be much lower in retirement. And then that influences, you know, how the financial plan is created from there. But if we're wrong on that, it's got some big implications.
1: Well, no, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter, and that's a risk, right? Because I mean, when you look at, you know, what are your biggest expenses? I mean, for an awful lot of people, you know, for particularly folks that have made good money and as you know, save money for retirement, you know, one of their biggest expenses, you know, tends to be taxes. And so, when we look at, you know, what may happen in the future, you know, we nobody has a crystal ball for sure, but you know, when you look at you know what is the state of affairs for our government you know what it what does it look like you know I mean are you know are, you know is, is the physical house in order or, or are they you know or is there is there debts and deficits that are significant that are gonna need to be paid at some point and if you you know if you've kind of follow the news and realize that that's the case you have to ask yourself the question well where is the government gonna get the money from and you know is is it likely that taxes are gonna stay you know at, at the at the rates and you know that they are at now or are they likely to go higher in the future and everybody has to you know address that question Question, you know as the, as they think about it but if you've got money that's in tax deferred accounts and you haven't paid taxes on it yet you know you have to realize is that you know, not only did you postpone the, you know, the taxes, but you also postpone the tax calculation as to, you know, and and that, what I mean by that is, is that the taxes aren't calculated on the, on on that money until and unless you take the money out. And so, you know, again, where are tax rates going to be in the future? And what is that going to mean? You know, and, and, you know, are there implications of different types of monies or different types of income streams interacting with one another? One, you know, key example you know, in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the world of retirement is Social Security. You know, Social Security is not automatically taxable. You know, it, it becomes subject to taxation based on how much other incomes you have. And, you know, and, and so you have to start looking at that. Is, is, is it possible that if you, you know, if you're taking Social Security and then you start withdrawing other monies from other accounts, you know, will those withdrawals actually you know, you know, push your Social Security into the taxable column or at least part of the Social Security into the taxable column? And in some cases that that happens. So you know you got to really be aware of is is you know you know what will be the implications of that, and the other piece that I think you know when I talk to folks, I mean it's kind of a common thing that most people don't really think about, and that is is you know in terms of taxes, you know if you hypothetically say that well let's just assume for the moment that tax rates stay the same. And that they don't go up. You know, now, you know people are going to argue. You know different sides of that one, but you know let's, like I say, let's just take the you know, the hypothetical. Let's say that things stay as they are. The challenge is this: is that when you have a married couple and you're in retirement, it's very, very normal and very likely that one of you know one spouse is going to predecease the other. And when that happens, what happens is is that when you start to file your tax return in the following year. Then you're filing as a single person versus a, a, you know married filing jointly. and what what takes place? And well, in that particular case, what happens is is that, you know, you end up, you know, your the, the thresholds of what takes you into the next tax bracket, you know, is cut in half. And, you know, and your deductions are cut in half, you know, if you have a standard deduction. So then you start looking at it, it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, I lost, you know, you may have lost some income with, you know, with one person passing away, most notably, you know, one of the Social Security, um, you know, Checks goes away, but the, the higher of the two stayed there. And then typically, most of the time, you know, there's retirement assets so those IRAs and 401k money is still there. And you're still if you're still taking distributions, it's not uncommon to see, you know, the income goes down some, but then the taxes could potentially go up because you're, you know, you're finding yourself with, you know, with half the deductions that you had and you're getting into the next tax bracket, you know, twice as fast. So we got to really be careful and cognizant of you know of, of what you know what are the gonna you know, be the tax implications in taxes and taxes in retirement.
0: So many important considerations to keep in mind, especially as we work through some of these myths. You want to make sure that you're not building your plan on a myth. You can see the obvious reasons why that would be the case. One last one, Glenn. Now this one might have faded into the background in many people's memories and minds, but. We could hear it again if at some point we have another market correction or even crash, hopefully not that severe. But we know we're due for some sort of correction here sometime in the future. It's more of a matter of when than if. But back in 2008, during the last big crash, we heard a lot of the time people saying, you know what, it's just a paper loss. Hang in there and you'll be fine. Okay, technically, it's not a myth. It's technically right. But uh, why does it really end up being a true myth for a lot of retirees and pre-retirees?
1: Well, Walter, I mean, you know, I mean, the if the value is down significantly, the value is down significantly, right? And I mean, yes, it's on paper, but. And you know the the idea of you know of of you know of trying to hold on and let things come back. I mean that's that's a strategy that obviously that uh, that kind of is the earmarks and the and the linchpins of, of you know of the buy and hold philosophy. You know the challenge obviously be, you know comes into play is, is if you're in retirement or you're getting ready to retire and you're not you know you're not putting new money in and you're you know and, and you're in a place where you have you know you're taking money out. Well then you're kind of in a in a place where you're you know you're you're forced to either because of your, you know, your income needs, or maybe you know, you just you know, you reach a place where there's the required minimum distributions, and you have to start taking money out. And, you know, and if you actually take money out when the values are down, then you really did lock in some, you know, some of those losses. And, and so the, you know, that becomes a challenge that in retirement that you face, that you didn't necessarily face that when you were in your accumulation years and you were, you know, saving for retirement. And so, you know, you have to look at where are you in life. And again, you know, we've talked about on previous shows and, 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 and whatnot as to what applies to you right and what applies to you may change based upon where you are in, in life and whether or not you're re- you're retiring or soon to be retired you know or if you're still you know in your young you know accumulation years you know strategies are going to change a bit and you have to be aware of okay wh- does does that really make sense for where you are currently and you know we've seen a number of folks that, you know, either retired just before, you know, the, 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 2008, you know, you know, big downturn, you know, in the great recession, you know, or, or, you know, you're we just after, and they were, they were, they were, you know, it, it changed their whole life, right? I mean, some people who didn't, you know who didn't retire yet ended up continuing to work for a while and some folks who retired and then and then saw the values of their accounts drop significantly it changed their plans for you know basically for the for the rest of their life because they they weren't able to do the things that they were planning on doing so you've got to be aware that you know that yeah, you're gonna you're gonna start taking money out at some point, even if you've been fortunate enough to you know that you don't need the money. You know if if you're in a place where you have required minimum distributions, you know you don't necessarily have the luxury of 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 allowing it to you know to come entirely all the way back because you have to start taking money out.
0: So many different little nuances in the financial world. Sometimes they can be hard to keep up with. But the one thing you can kind of trust in many ways is your gut. And so when you hear these things that might be a myth. That's what we're trying to educate a little bit today is your gut. You know, you hear these things like, hey, eh, your tax rate's gonna be much lower in retirement, so go do this. Or, you know, it's just a paper loss. So, you know, keep buying more or keep going and, and do something else. When you hear that so or that justification, make sure that it's really rooted in truth and not rooted in a myth. Otherwise you're gonna be led down a bad financial path and we certainly don't want that. And that's why Glenn offers complimentary financial reviews and and free consultations. If you need some help putting together that initial financial uh, or retirement plan, or if you want to get a second opinion of your current plan, you can do that by going to com and click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. That's com. You can also give Glenn a call at 336 291 3535. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's show and for working through some of these myths with us today. We'll have to do some more of these on a future episode of the podcast. It's fun busting these myths with you every once in a while.
1: (laughs) That's right, Walter.
0: (laughs) Very cool. Well, We'll look forward to another good show with Glenn next week. For everybody else, thanks for listening. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time back here on The Retirement Roadmap.